All right, joining us right now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline, uh, an NFL Pro Bowler three times, a Charger legend, Sean Merriman. Sean, welcome back to Fight Night, man. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me back. Hey, we're excited. I mean, we get a little bit of uh, a bonus audio today. This is exciting. You've got a, a promotion out, Lights Out 9, coming out this week in uh, in Burbank, California. Uh, if, if you haven't been to a, a live MMA show, I mean, it, it's fantastic. And, and Sean, tell us about how you got into MMA. Well, you know, actually, man, I started to train myself between 2005 and 2006. Um, a good friend of mine, Jake Glazer, you know, the broadcaster, of course. has said, man, I know you grew up boxing, but... You know, I think that MMA will probably help you with your hand-eye coordination and, and just being able to use your leverage and a bit, being a better pass rusher. So for me, I said, hey, if it's going to help me play football better, cool. Uh, I showed up to the gym the next day, and it was uh, Jake Glazer and Randy Couture. So my first day actually learning MMA was with Randy Couture. Um, and from that point, man, I started doing it every offseason and then, you know, launched Lights Out Extreme Fighting in 2018 uh, right now, as you said, we got a big fight Saturday, May 6th um, in Los Angeles, California. But the guys, people who can't make it there will be on football sports, football TV starting at 5 p.m. Pacific. So if you don't have football, get it, man. This is going to be our biggest show yet. Yeah, I'm excited. And if you are in the L.A. area, you can still get tickets at Lights Out XF. I think you had said there's, there might be some more cage side seats still available, but it sounds like you guys are almost sold out. Yeah, we are, man. Uh, it, it's pretty cool when you can sell out weeks before the show. Um, we we always have a, at least 100 walk-ups. Uh, we do still have some K-side seats left. So if you are in the L.A. area, go to LightsOutXF.com. We'll be in Burbank. Check us out. And uh, if you can't make it, make sure you get Fubo. Nice. So tell me about this card, right? So you got Gary Evans versus Julian Duckenfield. Who else Who else do you have on the card here? Uh, Matthias. He, he, I just finished training with him, actually, at Extreme Couture out here in Vegas. And uh, I'm looking at him from the corner of my eye, but this guy's going to be a star, man. Um, he's going to be an up-and-coming riser. Julian Duckinfield, you just mentioned, he's a former football player, man. He played football in, uh, at, at Fullerton in college. And you can tell he has that build with him, that explosion. He's going to be another up-and-coming guy. We have about four fighters in this car, to be honest, man. I think they have a real chance of being superstars in this sport. I'm excited because they get a chance to come to Lights Out Extreme fighting and fight for us first and be able to put on a good show this Saturday. And I'm going to try to keep these guys for the takeoff of the UFC because there, there's a there's a possibility for that, man. But we, we, we want to uh, put on a show for the fans on Saturday. So I think it, is there a mixture of amateur and pro fights going to happen on uh, on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, we are. We got uh, six pro um, and six amateur. And the reason why we wanted to put some of these amateurs on live TV because they'll be turning pro with us the next fight that we have in June. So um, that's the that's the thing about us, man. We we want to give these guys uh, this up and coming a platform to showcase their talent, man. Look, I, I played, you know, I'm a former I'm a you know former athlete, and I've always wanted to play on TV. I wanted to put people to see me, friends and family. Uh, so I know how cool it is for some of these amateurs to get a chance to be seen on live TV. Yeah, and that's fantastic. And one other question about that is, is how do you kind of balance and, and build out that card and try to build stars there when you know that, hey, they're, they're just trying to get to the UFC, to try to get to the kind of the big stage. How difficult is that to try to keep people that long term? Well, we know who the monster is in this sport. You know, I'm, I'm a huge UFC fan. Actually, one of the reasons I even got into the sport was because of UFC. And, you know, obviously, we got a really, a really good relationship with Dana and those guys. And, um, just following the footpath of what they did. But there, there's a lot of fighters out here that need opportunity. And as, as great as the UFC is, um, they can't you know, afford to give everybody an opportunity. They got over 550 fighters on the contract. So how do you get people on the car four or five times a year? 
So, you know, I'm excited to get these guys an opportunity to come and fight for us. Um, like I said, I, I really do believe we got we got four fighters from this card. I believe it's going to be, um, you know, superstars in this sport one day. Well, that, that's fantastic. Obviously, you know, it, it's great to build this homegrown talent. But you mentioned earlier, you said that you used to be an athlete, Sean. I, I don't believe that for one bit. You, you are still an athlete. And uh, I know that you, uh, you know, you dabbled in WWE. You, you were signed to fight bare knuckle at one point. When are you going to step out into the into the, uh, the lights out cage? I saw you calling out some WWE guys back in the day. <laughs> and, it, and it's still on the table, man. Um, you know, it, it, I, I, I still train. I, yeah, I spar occasionally on the weekdays, and uh, I try to get in there. Some guys, sometimes our fighters that have camps, and I'll get in there and they camp for a couple of days. For me, it's about staying disciplined. In fact, I try to tell a lot of these former athletes that, that you know, whatever their respective sport was and they've done, pick up some form of combat sport because that discipline there, um, you talk to any former guy, they'll tell you, they say, man, I, I miss a locker room and I miss competing. Uh, so I try to get guys, hey, pick up your know, Muay Thai, pick up boxing, pick up jiu-jitsu. You don't have to fight, man, but I think it's a, a, a very good discipline to get into it. So you could just stay motivated, have something to strive to when you get up in the morning. Nice. Now, I know you're, Stu asked you this question, and I know you went to Maryland, but I think that, you know, Texas would still embrace you. We got, you know, Longhorns obviously big here, but when are you coming to Texas? When, when is Lights Out going to be in uh, in Texas for a show? That That is my next destination, man. I know we have one coming up uh, in L.A. We have uh, Prem, which is Las Vegas after that, in San Diego, but I would love to get out to Texas right after that. Um, look at Austin, look at San Antonio and Dallas. Um, but we have a huge appetite of of, of fight fans out there that uh, because we show on football, we're all over the nation. That you know, I see a lot of people, uh, you know, my DMs and commenting under the fights and, hey, when are you coming to Texas? So I'm working on that. Uh, we're looking for a venue that's, that's going to partner with us and and uh, and just throw a hell of a show out there, man. It's a lot of big fight fans there. Nice. You know, you talked about, uh, you know, these these promotions, right, that can help feed into the UFC. But we've seen some other. I mean, I don't know if you watched this last weekend, BKFC, right? Mike Perry, Luke Rockhold. I mean, I, it was crazy. Uh, what, what's your take on, like, BKFC or, like, bare knuckle in general, right? I, you know, it, it's funny. I know David, who owns BKFC, uh, you know, really good guy, hell of a promoter. Um, Luke Rockhold is a really good friend of mine. So I was, I spent some time with him before he went down and, you know, I won't, I won't text until he get his teeth fixed. So, um, but it, it was a, it was a bloodbath. Uh, obviously the sport is picking up some steam, um, you know, a lot different, obviously the MMA and, you know, it's, it's it, the longevity in that sport is, is really only the question, right? How many, how long can you go in that sport? Cause it's so brutal. Um, Mike Perry's a hell of a fighter. He put on the show and it was unfortunate that it got stopped, but, uh, the ref was stopping it. I mean, Luke, Luke was pretty busted up really good. And, um, you know, good luck to those guys, man. But it is it is a brutal sport. It is. And, and I don't know if that's that sport is exactly for me. It was fun. There was a lot of pageantry around that this week. But, you know, good MMA. And that's what I love. And you've got some top-level guys that are going to be uh, that are gonna be fighting. You mentioned you're a big fan of the UFC. And, and I know you're going up against UFC 288 on Saturday night. So, But, but give me your prediction on Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Um, you know, Sterling, first of all, man, he, you know, he, I saw he, the last thing he said, he's mapping out all the guys he want right in the road, even to the point of moving up, um, to Volkanakis, I believe, something like that, I believe, right? So, uh, one thing about Henry, it's, it's hard because he's such a technician, man. He's such a great wrestler. He, he's a technician of the sport, a student of the sport. He breaks things down beyond belief. I think he's probably one of the smartest MMA fighters ever. So I can't wait to see him and Sterling. Um, and then if he happens to beat, you know, Henry, because Henry has a lot of uh, cage rush, man. He hasn't fought in a long time. That's that's going to be important. Uh, but if, if he does beat Henry, it'd be, it'd be nice to see him move up and take on another opponent. 
Yeah, no, that, that, I'm excited. This, this is going to be a great card, and, and obviously you've got some some killer fights this weekend. Uh, you're listening to Sean Merriman, the uh, the founder of uh, Lights Out XF. Uh, there's still tickets available, and you definitely can watch it on Fubo this week. So if you don't have Fubo, check it out this Saturday night. Uh, Sean, i got to talk to you about the NFL. You can't see me right now, uh, but over my shoulder, I've got a powder blue Chargers helmet signed by Justin Herbert. Uh, the inscription says, bolt up. I'm, I'm a Chargers fan. What do the Chargers need to do to get over the hump right here? I think they made uh, all the, the best moves this offseason. Um, I really think that bringing in Kellen Moore was probably the biggest move this, this entire offseason when all the coaches, um, that, that moves have been made. Uh, you know, one thing about Kellen Moore, man, he's walking into a situation where you, you have not only Justin Herbert, but you have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, ever in the tight end. They just, they just drafted some speedy wide receivers. Uh, hopefully that deal gets worked out with Eckler. I just seen Eckler about 30 minutes ago in the gym and we talked for a bit. He's such a dynamic player, um, and, and he's deserving of, of a contract. But also, look, you know, Justin Herbert's contract's coming up, and everyone knows that he's going to get a, um, you know, a, a, a big one. So they're trying to make room for it, but no, nothing against Austin Eckler or anything like that. He's such a great player. But um, hopefully they get something done there, man, because this year I really do think that they have a chance to get over that hump. Nice. Uh, Will Anderson was the top linebacker in the draft. What, did, what do you think about him going to, uh, to the Texans there? He, Will Anderson, man, he's great. You know, in fact, uh, one of my one of my good friends, it was a writer at the University of Maryland, uh, ended up being a writer for uh, Alabama. And he told me, uh, Will's freshman year, he said, Sean, you got to look at this guy, Will Anderson. He reminds me a lot like you. You walked in, you were a little light at that position, but you can pass rush. Uh, but once he get his legs under him, he gains some weight, get a little strong. But this guy's going to be one of the best in the business. So I got a chance to watch Will talk to him since his freshman year, man. And I'm not surprised at all uh, of of him being drafted early. He's my early uh, pick for defensive uh, rookie of the year. I believe he has that type of talent, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do. Nice. Anyone surprise you in the uh, with any of the picks in the draft, or any anyone else out there? I, I was surprised that Will um, uh, slipped out of the first round. Will Levis, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think that he. I, I thought that he was going to go somewhere mid to late first round, latest. Um, I, I didn't think that he was going to slip out the first round at all. I think he's going to turn a lot of heads. And if you not, if you don't remember, um, at the same time that Aaron Rodgers, when we came out, uh, same thing, right? Cam was in his face the whole time. He went a lot later than um, than everyone expected. And I think that, you know, he's going to be uh, – a lot of teams are going to be upset that they passed on him. Yeah, no, I uh, I went to BYU, and so I'm a, uh, I'm a Zach Wilson guy. So I, I love the fact that Aaron Rodgers is there. I hope that he will teach Zach Wilson a little bit of maybe humility, but also just coach him up, right, and and, and give Zach a second chance in the uh, in the league still. Well, you know, first of all, Zach Wilson, there's no doubt about it. He has a talented deal, but I need him to calm his ego down and, and, and uh, realize that he needs to learn and, and stop running his mouth so much. I don't like that out of young quarterbacks. Um, the, the cockiness or whatever, but especially when you haven't proved anything. Um, and what happens when you do that, you rub the team the wrong way. And, you know, it's not Aaron Rodgers' job to teach him anything when he comes in there. It's Zach Wilson's job to sit back, learn as much as possible. And if Aaron wants to answer questions and help him out, he can, but it's not his job. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Be a sponge, right? Be be humble, be a sponge, take as much as you can get and uh, and and know that like hey, you've got one of the best quarterbacks ever right in front of you that can teach you, that can help you, that can that can guide you. So, I totally agree. Well, Sean, I appreciate the time, man, and, and I'm looking forward. I'm going to watch on Fubo TV this week. And uh, and remember, when you come to Texas, come talk to us. We'll, we'll make sure that we uh we will be there live, but also let's talk let's talk again before your next show. 
Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on, and I cannot wait to bring Lights Out Extreme Fighting to Texas. Nice. Check him out, Sean Merriman, on Twitter, and, uh, and then Lights Out XF on uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, on TikTok. And uh, we're excited, man. Good things. You're doing some good things out there. I appreciate you. You got it, man. Thanks for having me on. All right. There's a little bit of bonus content for you. That was Sean Merriman, founder of Lights Out XF. Uh, excited for him this week, Lights Out XF9. Uh, check him out on Fubo TV. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and we will talk to you after UFC 288.